When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Every Pokemon episode ever podcast is now on YouTube. Go on YouTube and search every Pokemon episode ever podcast and click that subscribe button to never miss an episode. Welcome back, everybody, to another fantastic episode of the Every Pokemon Episode Ever podcast. I am one of your hosts, Wrestling Chris G, and on the other line with me is the brother that, you know what, I don't, I don't even have a have a good nickname, because the nickname that I was about to do was about to be in, ba- in bad taste, but uh, he's he's my brother that I'd never want to miss, it's good old Dougie Fresh. Dougie, my man, how you doing? Sick. <laughs> yeah, I know you're sick. <laughs> You're dying over there. <laughs> oh, I, 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 I should have said my dying brother on the other line. <laughs> I completely forgot you're sick. <laughs> bad taste. I know, real bad taste. But um, all right. So we are on this. We we are reviewing Pokemon Origins episode two, titled File Two, Cubone. And this episode premiered in Japan October second. Um, 2013, and here in the states, November 18th, 2013. So, um, you if you're listening to this episode, hopefully you listened to part one, and that's the reason that you're on part two. But um, we're we're here, bro. Um, I don't think we have too much chit chatting to do because I think we can kind of get right on into the episode. Are you are you good to go? I believe so. I mean, even this episode kind of throws us in with both feet. I know, right? So, all right, everybody. Um, let's go ahead and jump on into this week's episode. And this week's episode, um, starts off <laughs> with the it, it says continue, new game, or options. I would have turned this episode off if they clicked new game and was like, oh, I want to pick a different Pokemon. <laughs> but no, 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 no. All right, everybody. Um. He he clicks continue and you are immediately thrown in and it says player red badges three and Pokédex so. forty two and time played eight hours and twenty two minutes. So damn. Yeah. So <laughs> um, there was only an hour and some a few minutes played at the end of last last week's episode, but. Now we're thrown in. He's gotten two more badges, but um, I guess I guess we're we're about to get the explanation here, Doug. So yes, yes. So all right. So we start this week's episode, and Red is doing the monologue, and he's like, after getting the Boulder badge from Brock, the Pewter City gym leader, I once again set off on my journey. And then he's like. Along the way, an old man sold me a magic arp for five hundred dollars. He's like, I started to lose it because I didn't track his stats at the beginning. <laughs> for real, I was like, shit, did I not click on the right episode? 
He's like, I had a battle with Super Nerd at Mount Moon. And he's like, I fought a suspicious group called Team Rocket and recovered a stolen technical move. And you see the Team Rocket member looking all defeated and handing over the technical move. And he's like, fine, I'll return the stolen TM. And then uh, we get a nice shot of Misty. Um, she, he, he's like, he's like, I defeated the water type Pokemon. Um, um, I was weak against and obtained the Cascade badge from Misty, the Cerulean City gym leader. And I'm just gonna throw out there, Misty is not ten in this in this show. Not not really not. not Absolutely not even a <laughs> not at all. We got a older version of Misty um in this. So and then he's like, after gradually level leveling up Charmander, um finally evolved into Charmeleon. And we got we get a nice shot of Charmeleon. He's like, once I took a break from fighting and got an old rod from a gentleman. He's like, I received a hidden hidden move from a seasick captain. He's like, HM1. He's like, so much has happened. He's like, the Pokemon... What is HM1? What's up? What is HM1? It doesn't say. It's cut. Ah. Yes. Um, so eight, hidden move number one is, is cut. And... Um, he also um, was able, he's like, my Pokemon battle with Lieutenant Surge, the, the Vermilion City gym leader was tough, but I managed to win and obtain the Thunder Badge. And he's like, and with the voucher I got from the president of the Pokemon fan club, he's like, I, I know, he, he's just running through it. He's like, I obtained a bike after making it through the rock tunnel i'm now headed for lavender town and man that was a monologue so we we really fast forward and if you think this is a fast forward wait until you hit episodes three and four <laughs> but um but here he's like i finally made it he's like to lavender town and doug i'm going to hand this part over to you <laughs> so I'm not doing all all the talking outside of that monologue because that was a long ass <laughs> monologue. <laughs> um, so he's at he's at the Lavender Town Pokemon Center getting his Pokemon healed up, and little do we know the type of Pokemon he's working with now, and and we hear a conversation saying, "I hear that." Um, Spooky Pokemon have been appearing at the at the Pokemon Tower uh, lately, and Ghost and Red kind of turns around to the Pokemon Tower, and this one guy in a collared shirt's like, a lot of people have seen it, and Red's like, oh, that stuff about <clears throat> Ghost can't be true, can it? And um, the <clears throat> the guy's like, yeah. Um, I haven't seen anything, but that's what everybody says, and I go on my philosophy on Twitter. If the popular opinion says something, I just fall in the crowd, because I'm a collared shirt douchebag. And, <laughs> um, <clears throat> and he's like, what Pokemon Tower? And the, um, like, oh, you're new here. And the woman, um, oh, he's like, it's a, it's a Pokemon cemetery, and 
the the woman's like, come here, I'll show you. And she, we go outside and she points up and we see there's fog, but we can see that the building is uh, barely visible. And she's like, if a Pokemon dies, you bury them in the Pokemon Tower. And the uh, douche bro's like, a lot of people come from all over the world to pay their respects. And Red's like, well, hold up. That ghost you mentioned earlier, is that a Pokemon? And uh, she's like, yeah. Or he's like, yeah. But that's only a rumor. But again, I heard it on Twitter, so it must be true. And she's like, do you believe in ghosts? He's like, I don't know. Probably not, but maybe. She's like, um, you know, I wouldn't believe that thing on your arm either. And Red turns around because he's about to piss himself. And she's like, what? And he looks and he's like, oh, very funny, very funny. And he opens his eyes and the douche bro and the green shirt lady are gone. He's like, well, mother fuck. They were ghosts, Doug. <laughs> Don't you get and, it? And we get the um, Nurse Jenny speech. Your Pokemon are all healed to full health. We hope to see you again. And he's like, you go into the Pokemon Tower? And he's like, yeah, I thought I might check it out. I mean, I got, you know, 20 minutes to kill. And um, she's like, you should go to the Pokemon house before going there. He's a Pokemon house. So he's repeating himself again. Um, Just a little and bit. He, and he goes to this little unassuming hut at the base of the tower. He's like, this must be the place she was talking about. And he um, walks in and he doesn't see anybody. He goes, hello, and this Red-haired girl with pink tail, pink tails, pigtails, shows up and um, it's like, uh, sort of places this Pokemon house, and she's like, "This is a, a a facility to look after abandoned Pokemon." And he's like, "Abandoned Pokemon? That's disgusting." And <laughs> she's like, "I'll show you around." And you know, we see like an oddish and um a little a little growlith and a Vulpix getting brushed and like that's shit that people just abandon Pokemon and she turns around and she's like Well, Mr. Fuji, the owner of Pokemon House, says there's a lot of people in the world who think Pokemon are tools or accessories. And damn, hurry up, you fucking! He's like, this place was originally Mr. Fuji's home, uh, but Mr. Fu Mr. Fuji ended up setting up the facility to help Pokemon. And then we get a nice shot of all of these um, volunteers, and they're helping these Pokemon that have been abandoned. And if I I don't know about you, but if I was a Pokemon trainer. And I'm trying to complete the Pokedex, and I'm also trying to gather Pokemon. I would have asked if, hey, I'll take these Pokemon and and, and do the best with them. I would have taken all the Pokemon. What about you? I thought, he, I thought that's how it was heading. I had thought I thought that's what it was heading to too, but he didn't do it. <laughs> he just looked at all these Pokemon and. Professor Roke is up in a cloud somewhere going, you get those damn Pokemon <laughs> and fulfill my damn dream. 
done told you I was an old man. I, I I'm not long for this earth. Um, <laughs> but um, Red is like he's like that. Mister Fuji seems like a really nice guy, and the girl's like he really is. That's why the townspeople volunteer to help him out because he's such a great guy. She's like I'm Rena, one of the volunteers, and he's like I'm Red. Nice to meet you. And then we see a Raditza playing with someone, and then he's like. The, po- the Pokemon all look so happy. And then he's like, except this one over here. Who's this? And we get a shot of a Cubone. And Cubone is all defensive. And he's just standing in the corner waiting to hit and hit someone in the face with his bone if he can. And Reyna's like, she's like, it's a baby Cubone. Um, it's attached to Mr. Fuji. And he's getting all tense again and looking over at red and Rena, And she's like, but it's cautious of other people. She's and like, it's all because of, it's all because of team rocket and red's like team rocket. And she's like, one day they were, um, encountered by team rocket. They were encountered by team rocket while they were out. Um, location Liv- after, Rocket was out in the field chasing after these Pokemon. They were chasing after a sand screw and a, uh, a sand slash. And <clears throat> they had the little Cubone cornered because it's valuable. And, you know, Cubone was trapped by a, a tree stump and he was shaken. And he's like, You just got to let us catch you. And then Team Rocket's taken off their feet by a Mirawak. Mirawak's like, The fuck you are. And he tells. Uh, Cubone to to get along, and uh, the Team Rocket guy's like, "You bastard! You're gonna pay for that." He whips out like a a billy club, like a, a baton stick, but it's it's like a taser. And long um, long story short, he tased this damn Marowak to death. Yeah, and you know, we Cubone stops, and he's just dumbstruck, and Mister Fuji, um approaches and kneels down and is like you poor thing and he just you know kind of grabs the cubone by the shoulder and picks him up and cubone buries his head in his chest and just starts crying and you can see that fucking um friends get a little misty eyed and she's like since then he only trusts mr fuji and you can just see a little cubone he's just like yeah that's right you you don't want to mess with this. I do still have this bone. And Red just goes, those Team Rocket guys are bastards. How dare they? He's squeezing on the gate. And you can see that uh, Cubone's kind of got his guard up because he's, you know, needs to be ready to move. And um, <clears throat> we go back into, like, the main area. And Red's like, well, the, the nice people at the Pokemon Center, who I later found out were ghosts, <laughs> told me to come here before I go to the Pokemon Tower and um, and um, yeah well he's Red's, Red's like this was a very worthwhile trip and Ben's like Mr. Fuji isn't just kind he knows an awful lot about Pokemon and she's like um, he he can teach you a lot 
and Red's like, he's like, I'm helping to complete a Pokedex. Um, so that's why I'm looking to meet Mr. Fuji. You know, where is Mr. Fuji anyway? Which one of these guys is him? And she's like, oh, oh sorry. And then Ren's face kind of falls and she goes, we don't know where he is. And, you know, almost like it's on a TV show, some dude in a green shirt pops in the side door and says, I know where Mr. Fuji is. Like, he whiz. <laughs> he's in the Pokemon Tower. We see a shot of Mr. Fuji walking towards the tower. Um, said people saw him heading there yesterday. He was by himself. Um, like, and, and he, and he guy, never came out. And one guy's like, why would he do that by himself? And chick with purple hair is like, isn't it obvious? He's going after Team Rocket. Yeah, he's going um, in. He's going in there to ask Team Rocket um, to leave the Pokemon Tower. And he, and and she's then he, she's like, and now he's captured. He's like, um, you don't negotiate with people like them. And Red, Red gets all defensive. He's like, what happened at the Pokemon Tower? And the guy is like, are you? Um, he's like, who are you? And he's like, I'm Red. I'm on a journey, and I'd like Mr. Fuji to teach me about Pokemon. He's like, but he's not here. And the guy's like, Team Rocket um, turned the top floor of the Pokemon Tower into their hideout. Straight from the game. I know. And Reyna's like, she's like, there was no warning. They came out of nowhere. And then yeah. we get we get a nice little scene of a truck ramaging through the town and about 10 members of Team Rocket um, come flying out of the truck. And they rush into this building. You see an old man getting ready to pay his respects to um, his Pokemon. And Team Rocket um, shows up and they're like, this is our hideout now. I won't allow you to enter. And he's like, go away. And the guy's like, yeah, I just want to go to the grave. And the Team Rocket I told you to down. go away. Yeah. Down the stairs. Just Jesus. It that was violent. Like they, they, and when we say they pushed him, they literally pushed him, and you see him fly on his back down it down the stairs. And this is an old man. Everyone, and Raina's like, ever since we've been unable to enter the Pokemon Tower, and he's like, and Red's like those jackasses, and then girl <laughs> in a pink shirt's like, and there's a ghost. She's like, I'm not lying. I saw it with my own eyes. <laughs> the other day I went to visit the grave in the middle of the night when Team Rocket wasn't around. And when I did, um, I saw um, I saw a figure. And then we hear, get out. Leave this place. And she's like, a ghost. And she just ran out. She's like, it was so scary. Doug. <laughs> Red, <clears throat> Red's like, no shit. And, and um, <clears throat> the guy in the green shirt who knows where um, uh, Fuji is says, this town is finished if no one can enter the Pokemon Tower. Um, we can't stand like, up to Team Rocket on our own. <laughs> Ren's all ready to get a posse together. And 
Uh, she's like, and everybody's basically like, every, a lot of people have tried. It's kind of hopeless. And friend's kind of like, well, this is bullshit. You know, Fuji went there to confront Team Rocket for the town's sake, and y'all are just sitting here shaking in your boots. And um, and we can't yeah. abandon him. And then every, everyone sits there and they cower because they they're sitting there going, "Well, we're not abandoning him. We just know that we stand no chance against Team Rocket. So why are we gonna go over there and put ourselves in danger?" Like freaking. Eventually cowards. they're gonna. Eventually they're gonna let him go. And friends like, "How can you be so cruel?" And they're just standing there and it's like, "Fuck God, I'll go." You know, I got I got ten minutes left here. <laughs> you know, gotta do something and the chick with the pink hair is like well that's absurd you're just one guy and these are grown adults and um uh, yeah yes it's like you know you have no idea what could happen if you go up there and red's kind of like well god damn it it is my show kind of and <laughs> he's like i can battle anybody i'm confident and he's like look i got three badges Peels back his lapel, and everyone's like, "He's got you, three badges." You, you, you want to know what what line he should have said at this time, Doug? He because didn't at the beginning of this episode when I was going through that monologue, didn't he say that he had a run in with Team Rocket already? Yes, that's he's, how he got the TM. Yeah, so he he should have said, "I've already dealt with Team Rocket before. They're bastards, and I know that I can go up there and I can beat them." And, you know, he he basically says, look, I'm not going to sit around and let Team Rocket do whatever they want. And he's like, I'm going to go up there and I'm going to avenge uh, Cubone's mother. And, like, I have to try. I'm the baby face. We see um, Blue's kind of um, looking Pe- in. Peeking around the corner. Door. He's like, oh, so that's the game we're playing. <laughs> And uh, and he's like, so that's it. He's like, Blue's like, if I chase Team Rocket out of the Pokemon Tower before Red, then I'll be the hero. I know. <laughs> so and he he walks away and he walks towards the Pokemon Tower and where it was daytime and it uh, it's immediately nighttime now, everyone. <laughs> and I I don't know what Red was doing for all those hours. But he's he walked he walked out and he's on his way over to the Pokemon Tower. And he's like, even so, now that I'm actually here, this is really creepy. <laughs> and he's walk getting ready to walk in and he's looking around and he's like, it suddenly got colder in here. And he sees a woman and he thinks that she's a ghost and she she immediately goes. I'm not a ghost. <laughs> and Red's like, he's like, oh man, don't scare me like that. And she's like, I just had to see my Nidoran. Um, are you going to visit a grave too? Boy, who's, um, boy whose thoughts are filled with Pokemon? And she's like, aren't you scared? And she's like, no, not at all. It seems like the ghosts only appear upstairs. I'm sure it has a grudge against Team Rocket. And Red's like, Red's up- like still upstairs. <laughs> and 
and he flashes a light or no not him but we we were immediately thrown up to blue and blue flashes a light and he's on the fifth floor now doug he's like oh this ghost stuff is just probably a trick by team rocket and i'm too smart to fall for that kind of stuff and he approaches the <clears throat> the, the final stairwell and he's like the great blue Expose Team Rocket's scheme and drive them out. I'm the baby face. <laughs> He's like, soon my name will forever be etched into the history of Lavender Town. Slowly ascends the staircase. And then we are thrown in the middle of a Team Rocket hideout. Yes, and... Um, they're basically just hanging out and they're, it looks like some of them are polishing their Pokeballs, some of them are resting, and one of the Team Rocket members, he's like, hey, have you heard? They say you'll sometimes see a ghost in the Pokemon Tower. And one of the guys is like, stop that, I'm no good with ghost stories. Because the guy's sitting in a fucking haunted tower. I know. And um, a third guy, he's like, it's probably just a ghost type Pokemon playing pranks. And the guy's like, no, it seems it's a real ghost. And the guy's like, seriously? And the, th <laughs> the other guy's like, it's fine. We've got this. And he's like, it's a self-scope. And it exposes the whereabouts of any hidden ghost-type Pokemon. Which so is straight this, from the video game. I was going to say, at least this Team Rocket has freaking cool technology. And... <laughs> um. You know, I always wondered what those look like and what um what they envisioned it because when you get the self scope um in the video game, it looks just like a telescope. It's not this cool thing that you strap over your head like a VR system. It well, was what are a, you expecting? This was a game in nineteen ninety eight or whatever the fuck. I don't care. I mean they you're you're telling me they never watched Ghostbusters? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at least in Ghostbusters, they had cool glasses like these. I mean, come on. <laughs> You're talking about Japan. Peak Japan anime in, in freaking the 1990s. <laughs> but, uh, and um, the guy's like, it's even effective on ghosts. He's like, is it really? And the Team Rocket guy, he's like, don't be such a scary cat. You're an adult, for gosh sakes. And up the stairs to the sixth floor, here's Blue. And Blue is like, are those Team Rocket guys up here? He's like, ghost this, ghost that. Turns out there's nothing here. And then he's confronted immediately by a ghost that is like, leave this place. And Blue doesn't even think twice and just darts. <laughs> He darts, he chucks his flashlight down, he's just a running. And Rocket's sitting there and they're like, What's that? There, there must be a ghost. And <laughs> um and he's like, Someone's probably stuck again. I'll go check. And you know, he's brave to go all by himself. And <laughs> you know, Red approaches a staircase and all of a sudden comes barreling down blue and they just Race because I think otherwise I think they both would have fallen down. Dude, did you see the way that Blue was running down these stairs? <laughs> he was uh, booking it. 
he was like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, and just whack right into Red. <laughs> and so Red, Red's like, Blue? He's like, what are you doing here? And he's like, the, 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 there's a ghost. And then you hear, get out. Leave this place. And Red and Blue are freaking scared and he's He's like, so there really is a ghost. Red, let's get out of here. And Red's like, no, if you want to run, then run. I, I can't run away. Doug, you want to, you want to take he, this? And he goes into a corner and he throws up Charmeleon. And the ghost is like, you better get out. You better leave this place. And Blue's like, you don't have to fucking tell me twice. And, <laughs> um, about halfway up a stairwell, he's confronted by a flashlight, and the Team Rocket guy is like, um... Who are you? Yeah, who are you? Do we have a problem here? And, um... Blue's like, oh, a human Pokemon is nothing. And he throws a Pokeball, and then we swipe to a Cubone breaking out of its pen and heading towards the, uh, the tower. Yes. And uh, Red sends Charmeleon to do Scratch, and it's a fucking ghost, so, you know, nothing. He and just goes right through it. <laughs> get out, leave this place, and it's like, shit, it's not working. <clears throat> so what do I do? And Blue's like, uh, Blue has retreated up after obviously beating the uh, the Team Rocket grunt, and he's like, here, use this, and it's the it's the uh, the night vision goggles. Self scope. He's like, it'll let you see the. Well, he's like, what's this? And then we see uh, Ren is chasing after Cubo. You shouldn't go up there. And then he puts on the headgear, and he can focus in on the spirit, and it's Mirawak. And yes. like that's Cubone's mother. Like, and uh, Cubone's now got a female voice. The Get out. Don't go near them. And Cubone's just running. And obviously he can sense his mother. So they embrace. And Cubone and Mirawak turn orange. And, you know, it's fucking heartwarming. And Red's like, there's no need to fight. And he calls back Charmeleon. And, um, you know, they're like, oh, <clears throat> Mirawak just wanted to. Embrace you embrace know, this child one last time. Make sure it was safe, and you can kind of see that Arawak is satisfied and starts to uh, send upwards, and Cubone's like, no, you gotta come back. And Cubone's just standing there. It's like, eh, eh. And um, Ren's like, now Cubone's mother was, and now it can rest in peace, and Cubone Sends a cry up towards the ceiling, and um, Blue's like, I guess this is my cue to exit. I'll just leave the rest to Red. And the <laughs> Team Rocket grunts are sitting in a pile, and they're like, what happened? Where's the where's the silk scope? And off screen, Red's like, you mean this? And um, and then he's like, one of the guys like, you cheeky brat get him coughing and he sends 
and uh, Red sends out Jotion, and um, Team Rocket member sends out Coughing, and Jotion goes in for a tackle, and and then um, is told to do a quick attack, and then freaking um, Team Rocket is like, "Eat this, Coughing, Smog attack," and Coughing goes Smog. Uh. And Jotian's just, just dodging and just wah, 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 wah. And all of a sudden, out of the smog comes uh, Q-Bone's bone. And uh, Red's like, now that there's a distracted, use Thunderbolt. And he just gets it, just coughing, is just fried. And he sends him back. He goes, I can't believe we lost to this brat. This isn't over. This isn't the last you'll see of us. And then Team Rocket just ends up leaving this building so and he's like damn it he's like beaten by a kid this isn't over yet and team rocket ends up leaving and and they're like oh we did it we did it isn't it great cubo you got to see your mother again one last time and they go finally upstairs to the seventh floor and they're like oh mr fuji and mr fuji is is tied up by rope and Miss Fuji's like, oh my goodness, you came to save me. And he's like, and you are? And Red is like, he's like, I'm Red. And she and uh, Ren goes, Red beat Team Rocket in a Pokemon battle. And he's like, I see. Thank you very much, Red. And then we see Cubone, and Cubone is very sad, but he's look, he's so happy to see Mr. Fuji. Again, and Mr. Fuji's like, it seems Marowak's wandering soul has gone to the afterlife. And then he looks over at Red. He's like, truly, thank you, Red. And then we're completely thrown from the inside of the uh, Pokemon Tower uh, back to, oh, well, we're, we're thrown down to the first floor where people are paying their respects to their pokemon we see one guy is crying and paying his respects to clefairy another one's paying her respects to growlith and she's like why did you have to die and we're thrown back into mr fuji's uh pokemon what what, what would you call sanctuary. this sanctuary yeah sanctuary and cubone is now like open and warmed up to everyone and cubone is a happy little soul and Mr. Fuji and Red are talking, and Mr. Fuji's like, thanks to you, everything is back to normal now. He's like, what's more, Cubone finally opened his heart to everyone. And Red's like, it's nothing. And Mr. Fuji's like, it seems you're completing a Pokedex. And he's like, yeah, I'm helping Professor Oak. And Mr. Fuji's like, I see. Oak. Huh. Doug? He's a real, he was a real bastard. Um, <laughs> he's like, I, I feel like you might be at a disadvantage in your, in your completion journey. Um, without um, love for your Pokemon, and he's like, I have a couple things that I can give you, to help you on with that matter. And Red's like, oh, and he's sitting at a table and. Uh, Fuji's at a cabinet, and he pulls out uh, a pokey flute. Yes. Um, a, a la Snorlax, and a, a box. And he picks up the flute, and he's like, what's this? He's like, 
It's a Poke Flute. Um, if you play this in front of a sleeping Pokemon, it'll spring awake. And, um, like, so, and then Red's like, okay, but what's in the box? And he's like, go ahead and open it. And, um, Red calls them gems. He's like, are you sure you want to get me something so expensive? And Fuji's like, oh, no, no, these stones have no value as jewels. Um, he's like, well, then what are they? And Fuji's like, oh, you'll find out. What are they? <laughs> they're, if they're, uh, stone, if they're evolution stones. He knows what it is because he got a Jolteon. Um, they're, well, they're not that type of, um, so they, they make your Pokemon like, um, which you'll find out in a in a later episode. So this was not something that was originally in red and blue and green version. Uh, so if you have like a Charizard, it, you can evolve your Charizard for a limited amount of time into like a Mega Charizard. Um, ah. So they're Mega Evolution Stones is what they gotcha. are. But they're foreshadowing it because when I was originally watching this, I'm like, what are what are these stones? And um, there, that's exactly what they are. Well, what that's what one of the stones are. I I, I forgot what this what the second stone is. I, I think the second stone, um, Not like a, a DNA helix on it, the little yeah, marble fella. Yeah, the little marble. I think I and and people are probably gonna hate me for when they hear me describe this, but I believe the little marble is the one that's for red. And the big one is the one that's for uh, Red's Pokemon. And I think Red holds the little one and he gives his Pokemon the big one and them together kind of meshes up. And so he can kind of control his Pokemon is how I think it works. But I, I'd have to go back and rewatch that episode of how he uses it. But I think, um, the little gem connects the big gem together so that they can battle together somehow. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, so Red is getting back on his bike. He's about to leave Lavender Town, and everybody's like, "Thank you so much. I'll take care of your journey. Um, you're welcome to come back if you ever need anything. Please be sure to come back." And Red's like, "All right, job well done." And He's pedaling, uh, pedaling away, and oh, we hear off in the distance. We hear, "Hey, red!" and it's blue. Fucker's up in the tree, and he's like, "You owe me one." He's like, "What do you mean <laughs> I owe you one?" He's like, "I gave you the silk scope so you could identify the ghost." <laughs> he's trying to make him seem like he's the hero. And you're like, yeah, but you're also the guy that said, hey, Red, let's get out of here. <laughs> that pathetic voice. And, and was bl- like, no, bl- you were hearing things. And Red's like, I don't know. I, I remember pretty clearly. <laughs> and, and Red just Blue's gets on just, his bike and just bikes away. <laughs> Blue's just shouting into the distance. I never said that. He's like, really? And at once. And Blue is sitting there, embarrassed, doesn't have a bike yet. And um, and then we get one final shot of the lavender, um, of the lavender town um, cemetery. And then we're immediately and the, and thro- the music. 
Yeah, and the music. And we're immediately thrown into the save card, just like episode one is like, would you like to save this game? And it says player red, badges three, Pokedex 45, and time played 11 hours and 22 minutes. So it took him three hours to defeat everything in Lavender Town. Apparently. So, and that's the end of that episode. So, yeah. um, Good episode. I, I enjoyed it. I, I thought it was a, a, a big step up from episode one. So how how did you like this one? And what would you rate this one on your Dougal meter, Doug? Uh, you know, this was definitely probably a three, maybe a three and a half. Um, you know, I feel like if we were watching a Canto or a black and white, we would call this a filler episode, even though a lot did happen. A yes. lot of it was both was basically the oh by the way, missed eight days of gameplay. <laughs> yeah. So all right. Well, that being said, I want to thank everybody for listening to episode two um, titled File 2 Cubone. Um, Doug, do you have anything else to add this week um, for this Pokemon Origins special? No, it was a vast improvement over episode one. I can't wait to see the jumps they make in three and four because you said, oh boy, watch out. So, Yeah, um, we're, fi- we're finally getting Giovanni because... Episode three is titled File Three Giovanni. So Giovanni is going to be introduced in the next episode, of course, because the episode is titled after him. But um, I'm not going to give any spoilers. But if you want to go and watch these episodes, go on watch.pokemon.com and they have it listed under specials. And then you'll be able to hear our review on this next week um if you're listening to this on patreon the day that it was released um the next two episodes are going to be dropping in two weeks and they will be dropped together outside of that um next week on patreon you're getting a regular episode of a review that we're going to be going over and um if you're listening to this on the free feed the next episode will be airing next week so you got a week um to wait but um other than that anything else doug i'm about ready to go pass out now (laughs) same here same here so all right well then say goodbye doug bye doug and this is wrestling chris g telling all of you i will see you next week for another episode of the every pokemon episode ever podcast have a good night everybody